Hey guys, how you doing? Good morning. Happy Tuesday to you. What's going on with you? What's going on in your life? I'm sitting here second day in a row waiting for the maintenance team to come in. I got a letter they were supposed to come yesterday. They said they're coming in to change. The locks are fine. I have no problem with the locks, but you know, it's a new management and when big corporations try to play games with people's lives, you know, because of their business interests, we all got to rock and roll. But, the, you know, they'll come. I just don't want to not be here because I don't want to be locked out of my apartment. I don't like the fact they're coming in, change my lock, and I don't know what, if it's the same key. They didn't explain anything, and they, they, they never come when they say they're going to come, you know, or they just show up as stupid little things, dumb. They, they, I swear to God, uh, everything was fine when I moved in here at the end of May, but then a new management took over the place. And the first thing that happens when the new management comes, I guess a representative of the corporation needs to come and look at each unit. So they come around and they usually don't call, they knock on the door. So I let them in, they come around. And then after that, you know, the unexpected visits, the stupid, I, I understand. They got, and I'm always polite because people have to do the job and they're being told what to do. I don't believe in shooting the messenger, but I, I still resent it because of, you know, a good chunk of my pension goes, or even when I worked, you know, as a government worker, a good chunk of my paycheck, at least 50%, goes to the coffers. Because someone's eating all the whipped cream on top. So you see why I'm such a very, very angry person. But I'm hoping to work that out. I'm hoping that by living my life the way I want to and getting away from the poisonous people who are destroying me, and it's the poisonous people are actually close ones, loved ones, you know? Unfortunately, that's why I hate the world so much. But anyway, what else? We're going to talk music and movies uh, anyway. You know, it's Tuesday morning. You're on your way to work. What else can I tell you? Um, did we give a shout-out to Spotify? <laughs> no, we didn't. Hey, Spotify, thank you for coming in in all my moods. You know, good moods, bad news. And, and thank you for, for uniting me with all these wonderful people out there you know, who are listening to me and giving me a purpose. And I'm hoping that my energy, you know, helps them in their pursuit of like whatever their dreams are. Do not give up. Do not give up on your dreams. Keep going. You could t It's okay to take a step back. It's okay to rest. It's okay to disconnect. But if you have two legs or if you have two arms that push your wheelchair or if you can bat your eyes, you know, for the, the nurse to prop you up, put you in front of, whatever you gotta do to push forward. Or remember your energy in that body of yours, in that broken spirit, in that broken physical body, there is this energy which cannot be damaged and you must continue to move forward and push and push because you live eternally. Remember in Full Metal Jacket, some of you will go to Vietnam, some of you will die, but remember the core, some of the core lives on, which means you live on. And that's what this is about. You know, I feel stupid. And I feel people are going to say, why are you doing this? It sounds stupid. You know, you could just write this down. You don't have to go blabbing your business. I'm sure that people, I have to ignore them. I have to ignore them and keep doing, be true to my convictions. And this is what I feel I have to do. You know, the irony, this irony here. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I've been telling more and more people about this podcast. And ironically, the listenership is starting to go down. Maybe I should stop promoting it and see if the numbers go up. Or maybe I should just stop 
caring and just keep making the episodes and do it whether or not I want to. You know, I turned down this job, a position. I, I work for this company and they send you on these assignments for like $11 an hour, right? And I was gonna do this assignment yesterday. And, and something that something just made me hit, it just hit a nerve with me because I'm 57 years old and, and, and it just annoyed the crap out of me. It's it must be 100% clean shave. Now, I, I could have done it. It's no big deal. I grow back on, but it, it was a principle. It annoyed me. You want to get my beat up old car and drive, you know, what, 20, 30 miles now to your fancy schmancy place, okay, for $11 an hour. I don't have any hair on my head left. I haven't had a woman in years. I lost my cat, okay? I'm estranged from my kids, and you, I don't have any earrings. I don't have any tattoos, okay? I don't have any piercings, you know, but the only thing I have in my life is my facial hair, which I think I earn, okay? It looks good. It's pepper and salt. When I take it off, I don't like the way my chin looks, okay? I have some creases around my mouth, and it just blends in. I've earned that life right in my life. All I have is my facial hair, and this rich, I'm, I looked up the owner of the company, real rich, see, old-fashioned Southern values to this place. I thought, you know what? It's a principle. I'm not going to shave my facial hair. And, and I, I, you know, what else would this person, what, can you imagine this person discriminates against facial hair? What other subliminal discrimination this person does against people? How judgmental are you to tell the demand how a person should have on their face. What year are you in? What, what, what world are you living in? You know, what kind of bullshit? See, these, this type of thinking, this type of controlling thinking, people with money and power. Honestly, I'm not going back anyway. It's not worth it to be driving, you know, all, all kinds of places. My beat up old car for $11 an hour. I have nothing, you know, then I lose my car. What am I going to do? No, it's BS. Total BS. Anyway, what else can I tell you? Um, uh, Remember, this happened in biblical times, 2,000 years ago. It's all fictional characters. Never mention any names, never mention any places. Understand? It comes back to bite you in the ass. Oh, man. Uh, you want to talk about, you want to hear some music? Let's talk about some movies. I, I've watched some mu- music right now, kind of to lighten up the mood. All right? Hold on. Uh, come with the good times. Roll. How about a little Jimi Hendrix coming with the... I don't know, do you want to hear that? I want to hear Villanova. Don't take, you're not, yeah, I already wrote that. You're not taking my facial hair. All right, we made the point about that. We'll try to move forward. Uh, so many things. All right, the Jimi Hendrix. No, I, should, I, I promise you, I, I wasn't going to do that. That's right, I can't play music for the, because I'm afraid. I told you, I don't, I worry about powerful, rich corporations, music, companies, they're happy to sue. They want more. It's never enough for them. People own three or four houses. It's not, then they have to rent at a house and gouge the renter out of all their savings and then F them over and F their credit. See, I don't trust. They're very, very bad. They don't care how bad your life is. You know, it's like, it's like the person who doors the bicyclist and the bicyclist on the ground and they're bloody and the person standing above the bicyclist wants to fight them because they scratched their car. That's what the Goliaths are. That's why I don't, I'm very careful about what I say and what kind of music because the Goliaths, have no problem just kicking me so into the ground. They'll do that. So we can't play Jimi Hendrix thanks to them. Uh, and I, I don't feel like talking either. I feel like playing some music. Damn, this is a big problem. It's a big issue. I have to find... All right, you know what? 
Let's keep talking. We're going to power through this. We have to do this. We have to keep talking. All right? I'm just trying to think of what movie to start with. Uh, let's start with uh, American Me. American Me. All right, and I have a friend out there. Uh, yeah, this is the movie I lent to you, the DVD. Remember back in the day you saw the whole movie and you liked it. I don't know if you liked it or not. But American Me came out in uh, 1992, I believe, or 1993, starring uh, Edward James Almost a big shout out to Edward James Almost. You saw Almost. You saw him. And he was a stand and deliver, and he played Selena's father. A big shout out to him. I think he was on a on a podcast recently. He he's recovering from throat cancer. Maybe a maybe I don't know how. Maybe a year, two, three years back. You know, I wish him the best in his convalescing and his health. Uh, you know, I hope he's still able to talk. I imagine he is. You know, he always had a kind of like a. Um, he had a unique voice. If you listen to Edward, he's also he's also in Miami Vice too. But in American Me, uh, Edward James almost plays Santana. Santana—that's the name of the actor—and he he basically rises to become the leader of the Mexican mafia in Folsom State Prison. Supposedly, it was based on a true story. I I don't know who the name of the author is. I'm sorry, but in American Me, um, basically he was conceived. In, in World War II, um, you know, his mother actually, you know, was engaged uh, to, to uh, his father. His father, I, I think his father was in the Navy. I forgot. I'm sorry. I, I, or, or she was attacked by a bunch of sailors. They were in a store. I think, I think Santana's father was getting a tattoo um, of Santana's mother because he loved her so much. And I'm pretty sure... You know, this is back in World War II. This is back when, you know, all kinds of shit. Shit still goes on, but it was more open shit. You know, today, you know, you can't openly do this disgusting thing to people. You've got to hide it a little. But um, a bunch of drunken sailors break into, like, the window of the tattoo shop. And be, I think they beat up Santana's father and they rape his mother. Okay, and I guess she doesn't believe in abortion whatever. And he's conceived. So, you know, they keep him, you know, I guess his father... His, you know, his stepfather, right? It's not really his father. It's not his biological father, but it's his father. Raise him. But you could tell the father has a contempt, a terrible hate for him. Like, he treats the other children better. But, like, whatever Santana does, you know, he, you know, is wrong. He treats him, and he comes down real hard on Santana. And so what Santana does, I guess, starts hanging around. He finds his own family outside his family. You know, kind of like what I'm doing. I'm, look, I'm trying to find a family away from my family, too. I understand that. And he just hangs around with, you know, whatever, 1950s gang people, you know, in the streets of, uh, I think, South Central East Los. And, you know, one thing leads to another, unfortunately. I want to, it's too much details. You got to see the movie. He ends up in juvie for what is being in the wrong place at the wrong time, hanging around with, you know, vandalism, things kids do. And then juvie, the first night, he's lying in his bed in the bunk. And I don't know, maybe he's lying in his stomach, which you're not supposed to do, supposedly, in, in prison or juvie. And a guy gets on top of him and says, with a knife, says, don't move or I'll cut your throat and, and rapes him. And after it's done, right after it's done, Santana, out of pride, you know, I, anybody else would, kills the guy, stabs him to death, right? You know, and, you know, he got a name. Don't F me. He got his honor. But with that, he got a guaranteed ride, in his word, to the big time. To, um, what do you call it? Um, he got a big, he got a... a a big time ticket to um, jail, the prison, you know, where he spent, you know, the next 20 years of his life 
never had a girl, never been with a woman, never got to love, you know, for, you know, when, when they want, they just rape a guy, you know, and uh, he finally gets out after 20 years, and he, you know, he, but in all these movies, these guys can never separate from their gang job, you know, smart thing to do if you could, if you're getting out of prison, is cut all ties, get away from your gang affiliations, get away from everybody, change your contact, move to another state, and start a new life, but it's kind of hard, it's all he knew, I guess his gang was his family, and I don't want to tell you anymore. Let me, uh, I'm trying to think what I want to play. Let's play the trailer to the movie. All right, there's a lot of good songs in that movie. I actually wanted to play some songs in a movie. Uh, let's play the trailer to the movie. Let's play it safe. I might play a song to the movie. I don't know. To American and Me. Here we go. Uh, American and Me, 1992. Oh, it's 1992. Original trailer has James Edward almost with this badass look on his face with his white suit. He has, he's got a white suit in the movie. You'll see he gets arrested. Uh, somebody leaves cocaine or something in the pocket or heroin in the pocket to the white jacket. And it's not his jacket. But because of that, he ends up in prison. Skip ahead. You're like two people. Like a kid. Oh, they're playing the soundtrack from Born on the Fourth of July. You hear that? I didn't know these are the same same tra- soundtrack of both movies. But the other one. Yeah, this is love interest. The way it has always been. This is what this is what the rape is. Father to son. So we've ever had. It is us. From brother to brother. Same soundtrack. So yeah, I recovered that. So we're, we're, since we're on a roll, we're going to discuss another movie around the same era. I, I know I discussed it before, but I'm going to play the trailer this time. This song, this movie is called Blood In, Blood Out. Also known as Bound By Honor. For those who already heard that, you know, another episode, uh, you can skip over. Well, you could skip over anyway. But um, I'm describing for the folks who never heard. And I'm going to play the trailer this time. Blood In, Blood Out. Is uh, stars Damien Chapa, Benjamin Bratt. I forgot the names of the other actors, but good, good actors and actresses. And it stars. Um, it's funny in all these movies. Both these movies, American Me and Blood in Blood, they both have a like a white Spanish guy, you know, a white Hispanic guy who feels he has to prove himself and wants so bad to be part 
of like the, you know, the Hispanic gang and doesn't want anything to do with white people. And both these movies, the white Spanish guy, both, they lose a leg. <laughs> Except in one of them, the guy who loses the leg, he gets to get out of prison and gets to be a gangster, you know, in the streets with his wooden leg or whatever. And in Blood In, Blood Out, the guy who's missing the leg becomes like the inside, the prison, the guy who never gets out of prison. Like the prison godfather with the missing leg going up the metal stairs. Yeah, clank, clank. But he's badass with his, you know, denim jacket and his wooden leg. But a blood in, blood out is a story of Miklo. Miklo, uh, his parents are divorced. His father's, I guess, abusive, maybe a drinker. Uh, he works for his father, I don't know, some construction company. And they have, like, the, these Mexicans working for them. And the father's saying, telling him to be hard, to yell, to come down hard on the Mexico. And he's like, F you, dad. And his father punches him in the face. So he goes back to live with his... Hispanish mother, I, I guess somewhere in Los Angeles, in El Barrio. I don't know anything about Los Angeles. I'm sorry. And he re, he reunites with his cousins, you know, and all his Hispanic. And they're like, you can't hang around. You're white. And he goes, oh, let me prove it. Because he wants to get in the gang. And he starts to go, you know, following them around. That stupid back alley hoodlum gang shit, you know, with the rival shit and whatever, vandalism, whatever they're up to, graffiti. And, you know, things start to escalate. You know, one of the... um. One of the cousins um, gets his back broke. You know, um, the the rival gang takes him and throws his back onto a fire hydrant, which probably hurts pretty goddamn bad and causes pain for the rest of your life. And the brother gets you know hooked on op- I don't what I don't I don't think they had opiates back there, painkillers, smack. You know that's why I'm afraid of getting in a car accident. That's why I scream at the drivers on the road who drive like I don't want to end like that. You hear me the way I am now. You hear me angry. Imagine if I'm in pain. Imagine the capabilities of how, how louder I can yell if I'm in physical pain. Mental pain is enough as it is. <laughs> but anyway, in that movie, uh, you know, it just escalates and, and Miklo, you know, gets into a situation, whatever, in the gang thing. And there's a shootout and he ends up, you know, getting sentenced to prison for 10 years. And his cousin, who's the badass gangster, and, you know, brings him into the gang and probably even more ruthless than him. The cousin ends up becoming a cop, okay? And Mikkel goes to prison. And I'm not going to... I told you guys a whole story. I don't want to bore you. want to check it out. Blood in, blood out. Sorry. Uh, Dan, the, the, I don't know what the full movies are free on YouTube, but you get you can piece together enough scenes from it to get a general idea, okay? So I'm going to play that now, the trailer to Blood in, Blood Out. Here we go. By the way, Damien Chappa kind of reminds me of a young Emil, Emilio Estevez. Good actor. There's a few other movies, too. Blood in... Uh, we want the trailer, not the full movie. Oh, they got the full movie. Right? Supposedly, they have the full movie. Sometimes they'll say they had the full movie. You go on, and it's just a piece of it, but whatever. Trailer. Official trailer. Here we go. I present to you all Spectrum One Stream with the Zumo Stream Box. They suck. What's Zumo? Zumo brings together At least in certain areas. Plus, the Zumo Voice Remote lets you search across live TV and your favorite streaming app, so finding what you want is easy. It's this stream is simplified. Get Spectrum One Stream now. In the heart of the city, in the soul of its people, there is a power stronger than law. I have never been so proud in my life as today. A force deeper than friendship. I don't forget where I come from or who I am. That's what keeps me going every day. A passion. Greater than life. Who are you fighting? You're just fighting yourself. Who are those are my carnales? They're my family. I'm your family. It's the 
tie that bound them together in their youth. Let me see the color inside you. And now will drive them apart. This is the epic story of three brothers. Run, Carnal, run! Fantos locos forever, Carnal, let's go! One searched for truth in the law. You kill your own people! No! One expressed his passion through art. He'll be completely sold out by the end of the night. And one found power in prison. No one can stop us. Director of An Officer and a Gentleman and the producer of La Bamba. Blood in, blood out. That's a bond you can never break. All right, guys, all right, give it up. Uh, give it up. No, uh, check out the movie. Listen, I want to backtrack when I said, you know. Spectrum is in certain areas is not the best service. So they're a well-known company. They're a big company. Um, I don't want to give accused of slander. You know, this is, you know, they say this free speech in this world. They save you, but not really because of those with the power and the money. They really, you know, and that's the way I feel. And I, I don't really feel like I say whatever I want. Like, this is all I have is this podcast, but I don't even feel that I can say too much because I'm worried. I worry about powerful, rich people in this world and it roots back we blame America it roots back to the English colonists because a lot of the British ideas everybody says oh British is liberal Britain's liberal Britain's a cool country they're our friend a lot of our crap comes from because we founded they founded us or Chris whatever the town I think it was mainly Britons you know they're all British imperial imperialistic colonial ideas and a lot of these ideas permeate to this day they're I mean they've evolved too but you know they're they're, their original poisonous ideas to this let's do a commercial here guys um i mentioned it before the university of university of the people oh check them out online university um you know it's free they they establish this university for people who couldn't afford a traditional education from last time i checked all you got to pay is a 200 dollars fee to grade each course because of course the professors have to make some money i don't know exactly if it's still 200 dollars they're affiliated with some major schools last i checked ny school nyu school stern school of business i believe harvard business school i could be wrong they have strong affiliations i'm considering either an mba the mba program or the masters of arts in education because of the ma in education i don't know if you know this but like they're hiring more and more virtual teachers you know, so you can virtually teach teach kids. And I don't want to work with kids in person because it's too much of a liability. Everybody's quick to point and blame you and accuse you of shit. And the next thing you know, not only you effed up, you know, in your career, but you're, you're smeared. Maybe someone charged you some criminal shit. I mean, how much do they charge you for doing, you know, if you're teaching a kid virtually and the parents watching you? I'd rather do it that way, make a few shekels. So I'm just giving you some ideas and stuff that you can do. What else do you want to talk about here? We could talk about millions of things. I mean, we're, we're only about 24 minutes, but uh, I wanted to play. You know, I'm not supposed to play songs, but I'm sorry. I just don't feel like talking. Um, I heard this song actually today. Just hit, it hit a note with me, you know, because although, um, although I'm not in a relationship, you know, a romantic, you know, I have family members who are poisonous 
who are just not nice. And the words in this song by Honeycone resonate in me, you know, going to put it in the one ads, you know, my man and I are through. And I'm just thinking about that people in my life, family members who just, you know, it's so poisonous to treat me like shit. And you just get tired of the abuse and the lack of love and, and, and you know, the one side, you know, I don't want to, you know, I'm saying so I'm going to play one ads because I'm just feeling it. I'm sorry. Since you play music, you feel it. You want to play what you feel, you know, here we go. One ads.
All right, put it in the, I'm going to put it in the want ads. And uh, it's going to bring us into the next song, actually, because uh, I heard that afterwards. Um, actually, I, 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 I get all my musical selections from uh, Pandora Radio, actually. I, I learn them. What I do is I'll, I'll, uh, you could create a station like with the artists that you like, and then they'll play like all the music of that artist or that genre, and then you become introduced to other genres that you weren't familiar with. So I went on Honeycone Radio, and I played, you know, and it came up with one ads. And I was introduced to Honeycone from the movie La Mi Vida Loca. Uh, it ain't er, it, it ain't easy, girls. It ain't easy. And then I saw this song, and the next song came up. You know, a song you guys all know, Ain't No Mountain High Enough, with the late Tammy Terrell and the late Marvin Gaye. A beautiful song. And usually, you know, you. Th- oh, by the way, they played that song in uh, Revenge of the Titans. Re- was it Revenge of the Titans? In the shower scene, they're singing, you know, whatever. I was, I used to, <laughs> I was in a locker room. And I could test, it's what they do. They sing in the locker room. I remember when I was in a locker room, it was Uptown Girl with uh, Billy Joel. Honestly, it was cool. It was nice. But I felt like I didn't belong. I felt like I was a tiny little seed, a tiny little quiet seed. And watching these Goliaths dancing up on the bench, screaming the, all around, like all congratulating, all you know, bravado, all building each other up. And I just kind of felt like a tiny little seed observer, silent seed, afraid to say a word. And that's how I felt my whole childhood with all these people around, these monsters, you know, parading and slapping each other's shoulder and girls coming up to them. And I guess that's why I hate idol worship. But anyway, and that's why I have a problem with people. <laughs> But anyway, getting back to, uh, oh, ain't no mountain high enough. You know, the principle of the song is that you love somebody. You know, you know, I'll go anywhere. Ain't no mount, mountain high enough to keep me away from you. And, and being a giver, being someone who loves, who puts their heart out for somebody, I decided to take this song and apply it towards myself. Because if I don't show that love to my, like you can't go loving somebody and hoping them to fill you up with the love that you don't have Inside, it can't do it because it takes a fool to learn that love don't love nobody. And love is in need of love today. Don't delay seniors right away. Hate going round, breaking many heart. Stop it now before it goes too far. But anyway, ain't no mountain high enough. You know, it's about I'm taking this and I'm trying to learn to love myself because I'm trying to get away from poisonous people and clear myself so maybe I'll be open for the first time in my life, at 57 years old, for at least, I mean, I can't even enjoy a one-night stand. That's how shut down I am. I can't feel anything. That's the problem, you know, because of, because of the knots that I've been, enti- I've been tied up in for many, many years. But anyway, um, let's do, um, let's do Ain't, Mo- Ain't, Mo- Ain't No Man Mountain High. We're up to 32 minutes, so we'll see what happens after that. I need some water anyway. Ain't No Mountain Uh, Marvin Gaye. Well, Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. All right, give her credit to it. Beautiful girl. Beautiful girl. It's such a shame. Lost her. I think she died of a brain aneurysm in 1973. If not, please correct me if I'm wrong. Beautiful girl. You know, beautiful voice. Could God knows how, how far she could have gone. Are we a reflection of All right, Jeff, we've seen enough of your commercials. Of We're going to skip you, Jeff. Of us. Yeah, oh, good. All right, you're making plenty. You're a great guy. Listen, baby, ain't no mountain 
Watch out for those people who manipulate with you with that word. Some people use that in an evil way. They'll say, I'll always be there. It's a way to reel you back and to make you feel bad. So you got to watch out for the evil ones too. You know, it's funny, I was, I was talking before about a gig where they said, must be 100% clean shaven. You know why that hits a nerve with me? <laughs> Reminds me of my father, okay? There's some men out there, there's not too many of them anymore. They're usually like 80 and over by now. There's men of a certain age who, whatever, they never had the problem of going bald. They had a full head of hair. They're entitled. They have money. They have power. And they're always clean. I think they think that having... You know, facial hair is a, a sign of low class that you must be clean shaven. They never even grow anything and they, they, they try to stop, put other men down. They don't want other men to, to have facial hair. They want everybody to, to walk, look like them in their court. My father was like that. I remember, you know, he would tolerate mustaches, but then sometimes he would bother you about that. He hated beards. And I remember when I, I used to be afraid to grow a beard and whenever I grow it, I have a terrible time looking him in the face because I know he hated it. And once in a while, he would let loose of me and tell me, shave the shit off your face, including the mustache. And I just, it hits a nerve because I, what's, you know, why shame me in what comes natural from my body? You know, I never put a tattoo on. I never had an earring in my life. You know, I never slept around in my life, you know, and I don't understand like the irony, you know, and I know even people with like tattoos over their arms telling me that I should shave. What the fuck? What the fuck you did to your arms? You know, I just don't get it. I don't get how twisted people are, you know, and disguise behind money, prestige, and power. Oh, I got it. No, you don't. You're a fucking asshole. All right. Here we go. Um, <laughs> I call you a movies. I call you. We want to cover them. What else do we want to cover? I had some other ideas what we can cover, but, uh, hmm, Kensington, Villanova Junction. Damn. University. What else we do? We do. I'm just too tired to do. I go. All right. What the hell? What the? I could play two Jimi Hendrix songs. I'm kind of mad at him because I found he beat up woman. I'm kind of tormented. I love his guitar. I have to sort this out. What am I going to do with him? Do I throw away Jimi Hendrix or do I keep the good part of Jimi Hendrix? And um, you know, I just kind of ignore the. Other. I don't know. That's why I have these two good songs by him. I'm afraid of. It just bothers me. You know, you guys aren't thinking about it. I'm thinking, well, the women are thinking about it, too. Like, you better not play Jimi Hendrix. I don't want to hear it. Well, listen. Listen, ladies, I won't play him today, but I can't lie. I might play him in the future. 
okay? It's kind of like um, the ex-spouse who, you know, you had to go around the world to get away with. But, you know, once in a while you might hear some of their music. And if you're not too traumatized in the past, maybe you can enjoy some of the music they played. But it depends how much of a monster they... Everybody has a different situation. That's my point, folks. Anyway, uh, let's do... Um, let's talk to Ico Yue. And then we'll stop. Ico Yue is an Indonesian um, actor. In, I believe he's from Jakarta. I could be wrong. And he was discovered by Gareth Evans. Gareth Evans is an Australian director. And I believe he, he made... First, he made, made Merintau. Merintau. M-E-R-I-N-T-E-A-U, I believe in 2009. You, you know, starring Eko Yue, I-K-O-U-W-A-I. By the way, Eko Yue actually has faced off against um, Kino Reeves in The Man, I think The Man the man from Tai Chi? And Kino Reeves plays the evil guy. He plays the bad guy. Eko Yue plays Rama, okay? Rama is on the SWAT team in Jakarta. And he has to go into the projects, right? Because the, the, the gangsters have taken over the projects. They're up in the, in the penthouse. All the tenants are scared. You know, as long as they're quiet and they do what they're told, nothing happens. And he has to go in with the SWAT team. And he has to, um, you know, basically, re, you know, take over the building, get the, get, the, get the thugs out. However, guess what? Guess who one of the bad guys is? His brother, Okay. I don't want to get, but the point is all the SWAT team gets killed and shot except for Rama. Okay, he's a one-man army. That's my point. Okay, that's why I see there are ramifications because his name is Rama. Or I always say, who ordered ramen noodle soup? Because <laughs> he's Rama. Okay? Anyway, I'm going to play the trailer. He's in a lot of movies. We're going to discuss his movies. And then we might even talk to the other actors because there are other good Indonesian fighters in these movies like, like Joe Teslam and Sonny Peng. And uh, I'm trying to think of their names. I, I used to know a lot of them. I'm sorry. I had to look them up. There's a, a lot of good Indonesian fighters. A lot of them don't speak very good English, but they're still very talented fighters and actors. So let's do the, the, the trailer to The Raid, and I'll stop. Okay. The Raid. Redemption. Trailer. Here we go. Where is it? Official trailer. Ray, grab your popcorn and have fun. Oh, the Raid Redemption. Oh, it's a whole movie. Let's do the trailer. Only the new Sleep Number smart beds let you both sleep at your ideal level of comfort. Shop now at sleepnumber.com. Are you a low-income American on food stamps or Medicaid? If so, you are now eligible to receive a free brand new smartphone with 25 gigabytes of free... Winner, Toronto Film Festival, Sundance. <laughs> Dirty floors of chaos. Dirty floors. That's a godfather up in his penthouse talking to the microphone, watching them on the cameras. From the company that brought you 
Crouching Tiger and Kung Fu Hustle. Rama's badass, man. There's all kinds of flips. Best action movie in decades. Action movies don't get much more exciting for incentive. It's a bit spectacular, incredible, exhilarating. The Raid Redemption. A Sony Pictures classic release and it's scored by Mike Shinoda of Lincoln Park and Joe. All right. All right, guys. Listen, man. Um, 42 minutes. It's been a pretty complete session, wouldn't you say? I got to get my crap together. Starting at 9 o'clock, it's like a standoff. I never know when these guys are coming again. You know? What is this? How are uh... All right, guys. Uh, let me call it quits. Thanks. Uh, thank you for your company. I appreciate that. Um, another episode complete in... Uh, in my journey. Have a good morning, folks.